That's their dream, but we have our dreams. Let's make our dreams come true. Hey, hey, hey. Hey guys, today I have a special guest on here, the founder and CEO of Helping Hands Financial LLC. He dedicates his time to serve those with financial needs and has been doing this for the last decade. He has a passion of educating and raising awareness about financial literacy, just like me. Welcome, Mahad. Thank you for joining me on my podcast. Thank you. Thank you so much uh, for having me. Uh, I'm, I'm, it's definitely an honor and, uh, and I'm excited uh, to come on here. And uh, yeah, thank you so much for having me. Yeah, no problem. So as you know, it's 2021 now, and I hope that 2021 has been treating you well so far. I know it's only day three, but did you make any New Year's resolutions? Um, you know, so far, 2021 has been, uh, you know, I'm hoping for it to be better than 2020. I think we all yes. are, right? <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, uh, but as far as uh, making goals and things, I, I usually have tons of different goals, but I usually don't highlight every uh, goal that needs to be getting uh, done. But, uh, but yeah, I, I'm, I'm excited for 2021. I'm excited for just coming out of 2020, to be honest with you. I'm just happy to be still here, alive, breathing, healthy, with all the craziness of 2020. No, same here. Like, I'm so glad that we made it into this year. Um, 2020 was pretty hectic and crazy. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't have any news resolutions either. I'm just, you know, I have like little goals set aside, but you know, things change like this year, um, beginning of the year I had some goals and stuff, but as time went, you know, you had to change them based on the circumstances that we were put in. So yeah, 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 yeah absolutely, absolutely. And you know, they do say 95 or 90%, don't quote me, of people that do make new year resolutions usually break them. So that's the reason why I don't like to make those goals. I like to just highlight a couple of things that I know that I could get done as the year continues. So uh, not saying that no one should, but just saying. <laughs> no, that percentage sounds about right because I feel like people break it like, what, a week in into their rest? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Especially for all my gym people, right? Like I'm gonna go to the gym and it never really happens. You know, like maybe you might go in like the first two weeks of January and then it's like, it's over with, you know? <laughs> Yeah, I, yeah, I feel it. I've made those um, resolutions before, you know. But <laughs> <laughs> we could <can> all relate, <laughs> right? <laughs> um, so yeah, let's just dive right into it. So you're the CEO of Helping Hands Financial. Um, do you want to just elaborate a little bit more for us on what you do and what that is? Yeah, absolutely. So Helping Hands Financial uh, is pretty much a uh, financial company. Uh, we do tax services and we also do credit repair. Um, and that's kind of what I do. Uh, I jump both into both different fields, but, uh, but yeah, we're, I mean, we're trying to be more of a financial company and, and bring in more financial resources for people. But as of today, uh, 2021, we do provide tax services and we also help with credit repair. Nice. Okay. So got a little bit of both right there. What other services would you think that you'd want to have or add into Helping Hands? Um, well, for the future, there's a lot of things that we want to add, obviously, uh, but s some of the things that we are thinking uh, to go ahead and add sooner than later uh, is business uh, credit for people. Uh, we do, right now, we do a lot of personal credit because obviously we all know a lot of people, you know, uh, deal with the personal side more than business credit, but uh, there's a lot of knowledge, untapped knowledge that people need to get to when it comes to business 
credit. So we're definitely trying to add that uh, into the program. And we're also trying to, on the tax side, uh, do, uh, you know, add in payroll uh, as well. We want to be able to help all those uh, small businesses, entrepreneurs that are out there that are struggling with the hardest thing, uh, which is just getting organized when it comes to their payroll and their finances. Because a lot of us, because I could definitely relate when it comes to just working, a lot of us just, you know, we, you know, as soon as we get our stuff together, we're just off to the races and working, but we forget some of the back end work when it comes to payroll uh, and structure. So we want to be able to be, be able to add that in there and actually give that value to a lot of those entrepreneurs and small business owners. Yeah, that's really important. A lot of businesses do fail because they don't have that structure. They don't focus on those little things. And the fact that you guys are wanting to add that to your business or that you want to add that to your business is amazing. So you can help those people who have businesses, especially this or the past year, you know, there was a lot of people who were opening up businesses and like thinking of business ideas. So that would help a lot. Absolutely. That's amazing. Yeah, thank you. So I know you said that you um, do tax services. So like what made you become a tax um, preparer? Um, to be honest with you, I mean, that's a great question, by the way. Uh, what I, I would say, you know, it happened by accident. Uh, believe it or not, to be honest with you. Uh, I did not wake up, you know, as a kid saying that I want to be a tax guy or, you know, get into the tax industry or be an accountant. Uh, none of those were literally on my radar or in my mind at that age. Uh, but I, it just, I literally fumbled onto it. I met uh, an entrepreneur at a very, very young age that was in the tax industry. And he was able to kind of guide me and walk me through uh, how to get in. So I kind of just was there to be honest with you. But I always say to people, some of the best things happen in accident, right? So mm -hmm, this, was, this was, <laughs> right. So this was one of those things that happened by accident, but um, taxes definitely changed my entire life, not just in where I'm at uh, as far as a business, but just all in all with all this knowledge that I hold, um, it's definitely helped me and so many different of people in my family uh, and also, you know, customers, you know? So this definitely, uh, changed my entire life. And uh, thanks to that accident. <laughs> so I kind of just stumbled onto this thing. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's good that you stumbled upon that thing and it's changed your life and that you enjoy doing it. Um, did you end up going to school for it? Or what, did you do trainings online? Or how did that, you know, how did you so, get into it? Yeah, so yeah, that's another good question. So pretty much what, what happened was once I was intrigued to get into the tax industry, um, I did not go to school for it. I took uh, tax training. Uh, that's what I took. It was literally about eight weeks. I took that. There's a lot of, you know, tests and things that we had to, uh, you know, pass. Uh, we had to learn literally uh, how to do taxes from scratch uh, on paper. Uh, so oh, believe wow. it or not, I know it, it was a little <laughs> difficult because obviously we all know, you know, not a lot of people are getting their taxes done on paper. So it's, uh, but yeah, we, we learned how to do taxes from ground one, which was on paper really studying the 1040, understanding what those lines uh, meant. Uh, but yeah, so we went to those, that, that, that class and uh, it was about eight weeks. And, uh, but it, it gave me all the tools to at least start off uh, to get into the tax industry. But all of the knowledge that I consumed and learned was definitely over time. And obviously, uh, you know, reaching out for more information and obviously going through and further educating myself is kind of how where I got to that right now, I would say for sure. Yeah. So when you got it, um, did you like go and work for someone and you just started like open helping hands? Nope. So pretty much what happened was 
uh, soon as I got the tax training, I ended up working for that, uh, that entrepreneur that I was telling you about. He was literally in a, just a few years in, in his business uh, that he was doing. He was a, uh, starting his own tax company. But it, when I kind of joined along with him, he was uh, maybe about four or five years in the game already. Um, once I got in and he was able to train me uh, after I got trained and kind of showed me the, the ropes of the business is kind of, you know, you know um, how I got in. But after that, we, we took it to another level and kind of I helped him, you know, get his business, uh, you know, to obviously to new heights and things like that. But, uh, but yeah, he, he was solely the, I, I guess, the, a mentor, a friend and a teacher all at the same time. I got all of my knowledge uh, from him. That's amazing, you know, to learn all that from someone and then be able to, you know, move on and start your own thing. So that is a really big accomplishment. And I'm proud to see that you're doing big things out here. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. But I, but I would say as far as because uh, I don't want to miss that question, you said how to helping hands come about. Um, as far as that, you know, years down the line after I, I did end up, you know, working for him, uh, I left, you know, I think I worked for him for maybe about a solid uh, five years. And once I left him is when I, once I decided to start my own tax company. At the time, um, Helping Hands Financial was not even on my radar. I didn't have a name. I didn't have any of that stuff. And I solely left due to the fact that I didn't have no more room to grow. Uh, I never wanted to leave. It's just that, you know, you get in those certain circum situations uh, that there's no more room for you to grow. And my biggest thing is I love to grow. And I don't like when someone tries to stop your growth. So um, there was no room for me there anymore. We got to as high as possible. I think before I left, we was at 10 tax offices. I was managing lots of different tax offices at the mm -hmm. time. Um, so there was really no more room for me to grow. The next step was for me to claim ownership. And that's the only reason uh, why I decided to leave. And then years down the later uh, is when Helping Hands Financial really came to be about and that's when the name got chosen, all that good stuff. But uh, for a while, there was no name. It was just me, Mahad, the tax guy <laughs> for years, <laughs> literally. <laughs> well, that's, that's good, you know, that you were, you were able to see that, you know, it's my time to branch out and to grow. Like, there's no room for me to grow here. Most people, they just get comfortable with their situation that they're in and just stop yeah. growing. And the fact that you were able to do that at a young age and be able to start your own is amazing. And I'm, it's inspiring. Yeah, thank you, thank you, thank you. Yeah, I mean, that's something that I, you know, I, I, I try to encourage in people, um, even to this day, you know, I, I tell people that I, I work with, uh, you know, even clients that are interested in starting their own businesses. I'm a sole believer in entrepreneurship, I love, being a business owner. Um, and my biggest thing is don't let no one spark your growth. You know, if you can grow within someone, great. Um, but we all reach a certain limit, right? And, you know, once we reach that limit, you should spread your wings and continue to keep uh, growing if that is solely what you want to do, right? Um, yeah, but correct. yeah, mm -hmm. absolutely. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, spreading your wings is important. Um, so what are the documents you need from an average client when doing their taxes? So um, average, pretty much, I would say just the regular credentials when you're getting your taxes done, ID, social, um, what do you call, proof of address, uh, a lease could be fine. Uh, even if you don't have a lease, some sort of mail showing where you, where you live, 
uh, will work. Um, if you're claiming any dependence, we're obviously going to need their socials as well, their credentials, um, you know, where do they go to school at, showing proof of school, um, birth certificates. I'm trying to see if I'm leaving anything out here. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> but usually that is like the, 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 the information that we would need to get it started uh, as far as all your personal information, especially if you're getting your taxes done, right? It's different when you're just trying to get a quote, but if you're trying to get your taxes done, those are all the documents that we would need uh, personal-wise. But obviously, uh, the things that you would need to, you know, to bring in would obviously be your W-2 uh, if you do work a nine-to-five. Um, if not, if you're getting a 1099, uh, if you're, you got your own business, you also got a 1099 as well. Um, all, the, all the tax documents that are taxable, you're also going to need to show that to us to give you uh, with their estimate or also justify your taxes. So uh, tax-wise and personal, a lot of information uh, that we have to gather here. So you mentioned quote. So how do you determine the fees? Like, is it a fixed fee or hourly rate? Or is it based on a percentage of the refund? Um, so how does that quote work? Yeah, so pretty much as far, I mean, what we do as far an estimate, right? Um, and this is something that I kind of mastered years down the line uh, was uh, how to give someone a, a very accurate estimate without having them literally pay uh, or literally just give out all the information. The biggest thing about taxes is we hold a lot of information. People are literally trusting us with their socials, IDs, all this information. So the biggest thing that I try to do is I want to gain that trust, right? Because this is your, you know, kind of like your life is on the line here. I'm your tax guy. I want to make yeah. sure that we're able to kind of get that trust, right? So what we do is I always say, listen, I don't need any of your information, right? Your ID, your, your, your social, all those good stuff. I don't need it. To be honest with you, I don't even need your W-2, right? Because your W-2 has your social on there as well. So I don't need that. For you to get a, a really accurate estimate or a quote, um, just give me the numbers, right? We're, I'm a numbers guy. Give me how much money have you made as far as wages and tips, how much federal taxes were, you know, that you paid to the government and how much state taxes that you paid. And also I'll ask you a few general questions about what is going to get put into your taxes as far as do you, how many dependents do you have? What's the age limits? Do you have a mortgage? All that good stuff, once I ask you and you answer it, kind of determines the quote, right? I'm able to give you a very accurate quote and let you know what your bottom line number is of how much you're paying as far as uh, prep fees. But how do we get to that number as far as prep fees? It's not a fixed rate, uh, it's not a percentage, it's definitely not off the refund as well. We do have a starting point, uh, meaning W-2s usually start at $75, uh, self-employment starts at $99. Now, depending on all the information that you give us, how many tax documents that we have to put in there, our system is going to put all that together for us and let us know exactly how much you're going to pay. So technically, you don't have to pay anything until you are okay with how much you're paying uh, and, and if you're okay with, I guess, your refund, all the work that we were able to uh, do for you. So the more work, just to hints up, I always tell people, the more work that we got to do, um, the more money you might end up paying. But sometimes I always tell people, it's a lot worth, it's, it's, it's really worth it, right? If we are able to get you an extra thousand, two thousand dollars of a refund, just because we simply took our time and look for qualifying credits compared to the next guy that are just getting your taxes done and just throwing it to the, you know, just getting you in and out of the door um, versus someone that, you know, 
did take their time, it's, it's worth an extra $100 or $150. It's, it's, it really is. Um, but that's kind of how we give you guys quotes. Uh, and that's a starting point when it comes to us uh, as far as what we charge. Okay, that makes sense. So it's pretty much based on how much stuff you're going to have to look at and enter in. So if you have like two W-2s or a 1099 and all that, that determines or can raise yeah. the quote. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. And then also um, itemized deduction, uh, depending on what tax bracket you fall under. Um, that's something that a lot of people are unaware of either. You know, maybe the last guy didn't even break it down to them as far as that. So the more work that we have to do to help you get all the credits uh, that are available to you, the, the more likely the charges can go up. But you could take those charges off as well. If you don't want certain things, um, we could take them off the system. Um, but at the end of the day, you don't have to pay something that you don't want to pay, right? We're just breaking your taxes down. Why are, why are we charging you this much compared to where you came from and how much work have we done compared to the lax provider that you uh, came from. And also people need to keep this in mind too. Almost 92% of people in America, when they get their taxes done, they're actually paying out of their refund. So when there's no money exchange, a lot of times, a lot more easier for people um, to kind of be okay with certain fees uh, just because they're not actually giving the money right there and then, right? It's coming out of their refund. And also you got to understand this as well as a tax company, right? They're not going to profit until that person actually gets the refund. Once you get a refund, that's when the company actually makes the, the profit off that refund, right? It's, that's, when they, that's when they're paid. So you got to understand for us to make sure that we do your taxes correctly, line by line, make sure everything is correct because it's a commission-based, technically commission-based business, right? Because you're not paying us if you actually, if you opted to choose the, 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 the option to pay out of your refund. So we're not gonna get paid until you get paid. So we wanna make sure your taxes is done correctly so you can get paid and obviously the company can get paid. So a lot of people sometimes kind of forget about that. <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't even know it was commission-based or that you had that option to pay from your refund. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> yeah, ex absolutely. Yeah. So that's a lot of people don't understand. So usually almost every tax company, some of the biggest tax companies, um, you know, not a lot of people are really paying upfront, to be honest with you. Uh, usually the people that do pay upfront um, typically are the people that end up owing, right? They they're end up owing some money, um, but they need this stuff, you know, prepared professionally so everything can be correct and they don't make any mistakes on their own. So for those people, they do end up paying a prep fee. Uh, but again, it all depends on how much work that it's done, but it all has a starting point, which is uh, W-2s at $75 and then typically uh, self-employed or 1099 all start at $99. Hmm. This is this is news to me. This is good to know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad I was able to clear that up for you. <laughs> yeah, thank you so much for doing that. Um, so how long does it take to get your returns? Um, so when you say returns, do you mean um, your tax how long does it get? Like, okay, so your refund pretty much, right? Yeah, um, so typically I would say, um, you know, anywhere from, it can happen literally in, I, I'll just say this, right? It takes 21 business days for you to legally get your refund from the IRS, right? So 
Sometimes it can spill over and actually be more than 21 days. Um, but then that's when you got to call the IRS because you have the legal right to call them and kind of find out, hey, what's going on with my refund, right? And, but I always tell this to a lot of people, all of our customers are aware of this, but for anyone that's listening, uh, a lot of people sometimes don't know how to actually track their refund. You know, they simply get their taxes done and they literally just end up calling that company for them to track it. You know, you don't have to do that, <laughs> right? So it's an easier way. Your tax provider should be letting you know after you completed your tax return um, and he tells you your refund, you should be able to get on the IRS website and literally hit, where's my refund? Type in the, the dollar amount that you're actually getting back, not the, uh, the prep fees involved, right? I'm talking about the full dollar amount before any bank fees, any prep fees. You should be able to put that number in uh, also with your filing status and your social, and you should be able to track your refund on your own, right? It's going to show you a loading bar. It's going to show you uh, if you're in the processing stage, it's going to show you everything that you need to see so you can actually follow along on the IRS website to see exactly what's going on with your, uh, with your refund. But typically it takes 21 business days. Well, thank you for sharing that. That's good to know that you can go online and check that um, and, you know, make sure that things are correct and going, um, good, you know, because some people are just like, they just sit there and wait. So what are yeah. like, some reasons why it could take longer than 21 days? Do you know? Yeah, I mean, it, it, to be honest with you, it could be a lot of things. It could be, um, it could be, um, for example, here's one example. There's maybe and this happens a lot. There's a lot of people that sometimes file their taxes and not all the tax documents have been gathered, right? Um, us as a tax preparer, right? We have a questionnaire that we follow and the person that we are helping out prepare their paperwork together. We're hopefully, you know, we're, we're hopefully they're supposed to be answering all these questions to us. Honestly, we can't determine if someone's lying to us. We're not attorneys. This is not an investigation. Our job is to gather all the information and make sure that we file this correctly, right? So if a client is not letting us know that there's a W-2 out there, a job that they worked at here and there, or 1099 missing, or some sort of document missing, that could hold up your refund, right? So that's just one scenario, but there's several scenarios that can hold up your refund. The best thing I could say is, when you're getting your taxes done, make sure you don't miss any beat, any step. Right. So if the actual tax preparer is asking you all of the questionnaire correctly, he should be able to make sure that you're not missing anything. Right. Because if you end up missing certain documents, you can be waiting a very, 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 literally a very, very long time. And it could be way past 21 uh, business days for sure. Hmm. Well, then how do you keep up with all like the tax laws? As far as the tax laws, well, what, I, what we do uh, is we pretty much, uh, as, a, as a registered agent, we get a bunch of emails uh, from the IRS. Uh, as soon as you become a tax preparer, you sign up, obviously you're a registered agent, you get a bunch of emails giving you all the updates, all the law changes and all that. And that's kind of how I pretty much stay up to date on what's going on in the IRS system. But what I do solely uh, for myself is I try to take courses as well. Uh, because tax laws change. You just, it's always changing. <laughs> it's just always changing, always changing. So you got to just educate yourself on the newest changes. 
what's going on, all that good stuff. But I try to stay ahead of the game and just try to take these courses. Uh, whether I don't like them or not, it doesn't really matter. I just try to take them just because I want to make sure that uh, I'm at service to people. Because the worst thing that can happen is you're not aware of something or you can't get that resource or that information and you do somebody a disservice, right? So yeah. uh, it's, it's, in my, it's my job to make sure that I'm continually educating myself. Yeah, that's good that you take that continued education um, to make sure that you're understanding and you know, keeping track of everything that's going on. I know you also receive emails, so that's good that we know that you are up to date with everything that is going on here. I know some things have changed for 2021. Am I correct with that? Yes, yes, yeah, definitely. Uh, lots of good, lots of good stuff. <laughs> yeah, I saw like what the tax bracket um, changed or went up. Yep, yep. The tax, uh, the deductions went up. Deductions usually kind of go up every year, a uh, slight bit. Um, but as far as I mean, the, the biggest changes uh, is, you know, obviously, it's the unemployment stuff. That's, that's the juicy stuff that's happening right now. It's, it's literally through it. Almost every email I get has to do with that. Uh, almost every question I get uh, on Facebook, Instagram, uh, it's literally about unemployment, because that's the topic right now. Yeah, speaking of unemployment, um, will people who are receiving unemployment need to pay taxes on that? Yes. And, you know, I, I remember when all this was happening, the pandemic and people were filing for unemployment. Um, that's something that I, I was very uh, vocal about to all of my clients. And I was vocal on social media as well, letting people know, hey, listen, you know, yes, you know, we're not working no more. This pandemic, no one has planned for this stuff. And uh, we obviously have to live, right? We got to make sure that we make ends meet. But, you know, as far as tax wise, we got to make sure that we're doing this correctly. So a lot of people are, are going to be struggling this year when they file their taxes due to the fact that um, they've, they've made X amount of dollars, right, that's taxed, and then they have to pay taxes on those. And a lot of them didn't choose the option to pay federal back, meaning they didn't pay federal taxes. So they're making 10000 12000 15000 who knows, 30000 right, depending on your job. Um, and you're going you're gonna to have to file that. So that means you have made all that money and you haven't paid Uncle Sam yet. So Uncle Sam is coming and he's knocking on everyone's door and he needs that money back, you know? So a lot of people are going to be dealing with that this year. And it's, and it's, it's unfortunate, but um, uh, this is the laws and, and we have to abide by them. And uh, it's, it's going to make it very, very difficult for a lot of people that are usually... Uh, get certain type of refunds or people that um, <laughs> are probably not even going to get a refund this year based on how much unemployment uh, they made. And uh, it, it's, it's definitely going to hurt them. But I, I'm telling everybody now that are, are, that are in those circumstances, um, you know, if you do have obviously certain qualifying credits, um, you're still going to get those qualifying credits. So your unemployment, yes, it's going to definitely sting you. It's going to hurt you. Uh, but you having dependents, let's just say, right, that's a child tax credit you're going to get. You're going to get EIC or income credit. So you're going to get these credits that are still going to give you some sort of refund, but just don't expect the same type of refund you got the previous year. Because remember, you did not pay that money back. You need to pay that money on that unemployment uh, that you were receiving during the pandemic. Yeah, I hope a lot of people are hearing this and a lot of people have seen your post that you have made about unemployment and taxes because like you said, yeah, it's going to hurt a lot of people because people are just thinking about 
that moment, you know, getting that check instead of like how it's going to affect them later on when they have to, you know, file their taxes. So, yeah, I just, yeah. you know, wish people can educate <clears throat> themselves a little bit more before taking something. Cause I mean, usually stuff is not free. So <laughs> yeah, <laughs> especially, you know, here's the thing, especially when it has to do with the government. I mean, it's just, nothing is free. Uh, when it comes to do with the government. I mean, they're not playing, you know, they need their money back. Yeah, they're not <laughs> and, playing at uh, all. <laughs> right. So, and, and, and that's the thing, man. So um, it's going to be a very interesting tax season for sure. I can say that. <laughs> yeah, you're going to have some fun. So yeah. <laughs> um, how yeah. about the stimulus checks? So as far as the stimulus checks, obviously we, we know what happened with round one, right? Round one, everybody got it some people still probably haven't got it or not um but uh round two is is out right now as if as of tuesday uh evening uh you know many people in america were able to receive their stimulus checks um and it, most of them should have already if not received their stimulus check uh by now um but um one thing i want to say about the stimulus check is and this is something that i've already addressed uh, in social media and I, and I talk to my clients about this all the time is um obviously from round one all the way all the way to round two now uh, some people have not gotten their money, right? And a lot of people are wondering, like, what's going on with that? Uh, you know, and, and that's due to the fact that the IRS are dropping the ball on a lot of different things. But also, you know, some people are receiving checks and they no longer live in those addresses. They're having a hard time updating their information through the IRS website. Trust me, I know the frustration. <laughs> the IRS portal is, is garbage. The IRS uh, website is, is outdated. Uh, it, it needs a lot of... <laughs> It needs a lot of touch, right? But, uh, but one thing I could tell you guys is that coming this tax season, a lot of that stuff is gonna get addressed during tax season. Just remember, you know, going back to the stimulus check, for you to even qualify for the stimulus check, you had to have done your taxes for at least two years, right? That's kind of what they were basing it on. So this goes right along to what's happening this tax season. So if you missed out, on your stimulus check, whether it be round one or round two, or maybe you didn't get the right portion, there's a questionnaire for all the tax preparers out there. Uh, if you're sitting with a professional, they should be able to ask you how much did you get of a stimulus check. And just let me just say this out loud here, guys, you can't lie on that either because they know how much they sent it to you. So you could tell <laughs> us whatever you want to tell us, we'll go ahead and report it because our job is to collect the data and prepare your stuff, right? But uh, no, no reason to lie there. Just, you know, be honest how much you get. And if you're missing any sort of money, right, they'll go ahead and add that into your refund. So that's kind of what's going on with the stimulus check, but it's out right now. And most people have already should receive it. Okay. So people who probably didn't receive it round one, like if they do meet with a tax professional, they'll probably be able to get that um, fixed for them if it was needed to be an address change or whatever it is they would be able to get that back then? Or yeah, absolutely. So pretty much once they get their taxes done, um, it's a questionnaire that the tax uh, preparer is gonna ask them, um, did they get their stimulus check and how much was it? And that's where we're gonna collect that data. We're gonna put that in there. And the IRS job is to literally kind of make sure if that client is telling the truth or not. Uh, and based on if they're missing any sort of money, they'll go ahead and get that uh, as, as, as a form of a refund. It's gonna just be more money added to their, uh, to their refund. Oh, okay. Yeah, that makes sense then. Um, so like the next question then is, what can someone do to improve their tax situation? 
So this is something that I consistently talk about literally with every client uh, that comes through our door um, is a lot of people don't understand this question. I mean, and this is a good question you're asking because what you do during the year really matters what happens during the end of the year, right? So what you, how much you make, how much federal taxes were taken out, all that good stuff determines what type of refund you're going to get and if you're not going to get a refund at all. So most people, you know, you're sitting down with someone and you're getting your taxes done. If you're not getting edu educated on this step right here, you could hurt yourself, right? You could, you, could, you could either pay too much taxes or you could pay not enough taxes. And that's going to determine if you're going to get a refund or not. So we're usually what we do with our clients is we talk to them about what is their game plan during the year with this job, right? Uh, financially, you know, so if, if, you know, when you usually when you get a job, right, you, you fill out these W-9s and if you, you know, if, if your W-9s, if you're not filling out correctly, what can happen is you can either uh, get less of a refund or owe money, right? So because some people's deductions are, are kind of screwed up there. How much deductions do you have on there as far as federal? Uh, maybe it's too high, right? Maybe it's not enough. All that needs to get addressed. And, you know, you, you would think that your HR departments would know that. No, they don't know that. Trust me, they don't do taxes. I, I find a lot of people that work in the HR departments and I have a lot of friends that are in HR. So a lot of them don't know um, how to correctly fill out those forms. So you got to make sure you speak to your tax provider and, and ask them how to correctly fill this out, how much deductions they should put in there. And that's going to determine uh, what type of refund you're going to get towards the end of the year. But you should also be structuring yourself as well on what the game plan is, depending on that job you're working on, right? Is the game plan to make majority of your money during the year, and it's okay for you to pay a little bit of money on taxes, right? Depending on your financial situation. But those are all conversations you should be having with your, uh, with your provider. So you, would you recommend when somebody gets a new job to like, you know, text you or call you or set up a meeting with you to like make sure that they fill everything out correctly? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. I mean, that's something that almost uh, all, all of my clients uh, uh, end up doing. They usually, uh, when, if they're moving from job to job, um, you know, if, if we hadn't had that conversation yet, they usually reach out to me, they, they book me, uh, and that's kind of what we talk about. We talk about the structure uh, of their finances, and we we try, I try to structure them uh, the correct way depending on what their goals are during that year. Um, because a lot of stuff that you do on your job, and what gets placed into your taxes determine a lot of different things. And it's just not about just getting your taxes done and just getting a refund here. Because a lot of people have goals, right? Meaning they want to get a house one day. You know, your taxes are going to play a factor of you getting into a house. So the, depending on what deductions and things you're doing are all going to matter in the end. So you got to make sure you're, you're, you're sitting down with your preparer and you're asking all these questions. And they should also educate you on this type of things anyway. So you mentioned deductions. Um, what are some tax deductions? So it, it depends, right? I would say for the working person, right? Uh, W-2, um, it depends on what tax bracket uh, you fall under. Uh, if, you know, if you fall under a certain tax bracket, you could probably write off more deductions, right? Meaning when I say deductions, I mean typical things would be, you know, gas, miles, uh, things of that nature, anything work-related you can write it off. Uh, to be honest with you, you could also write off uh, charity, right? Anytime you give back some money, right, to 
whether it be to a church, to a mosque, whatever, anytime you give out some money back to charity, uh, you can actually write that off as a tax deduction. And that could also help your situation when it comes to your refund, right? So that's for my working people. And obviously for all my business people, we all know we fall under a different tax bracket. We're, we're doing a, whether it be a Schedule C or 1099, if you have employees and all that, there's many, many tax deductions that you can uh, write off. You can literally write off almost anything and everything, right? <laughs> Don't quote me, but uh, I'm just being honest. You can almost write off anything and everything uh, if, if you're obviously properly, if you could actually prove uh, those deductions that you are writing off. Coming, you could write off anything always as a haircut. You could write off your gas, your miles, your employees, your travel. Uh, all those could fall under uh, write-offs for you. And it could also help uh, you uh, not owe as much uh, as you should as a business owner. Yeah, I'm learning a little bit more about, you know, what I can write off and stuff. Um, I'm reading this book called Tax-Free Wealth. I don't know if you've heard of it or read it. Um, but mm -hmm. yeah, I'm just learning a lot from there. And just speaking of books, is there any books, articles, blogs, Instagram, Instagram accounts that you recommend the listeners to check out? Um, I would definitely recommend <laughs> for people to check out my social media, I would say. Uh, hopefully... I'm, I'm, I mean, my biggest thing is education. This is the number one reason why I'm in this field. You don't need to literally uh, pay me or pay us to get this information. Um, so I try to put out as much contact that I possibly can on my social media platforms to educate people. Uh, and to be honest with you, I'm educating a certain demographic of people, people that look like me, talk like me, walk like me. This is the type of stuff that did not get taught to us through our parents. And also, uh, we didn't go to school for this stuff, right? So a lot of us are lacking in these areas while other uh, you know, races are thriving. So for, for my thing is I try to give back as much as I can, give out free content, give out free game as much as I can, because I know people that are in my industry, a lot of them are doing it, but there's not too many of us that are, 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 are solely driven on uh, giving out that type of information without getting paid, right? So... Uh, and I know, and I know this could really play an effect to, uh, like I said, um, our race, right? People that look like us, talk like us, minorities, uh, such, such, such of those people is kind of what I'm uh, seeking to give out that knowledge to. So I would say definitely my social media, whether it be Instagram, Facebook, um, our Helping Hands Instagram or our Helping Hands business account uh, on Facebook, you could also get all that information on there, or you could just tap into our website as well. So there's a lot of different resources out there uh, that, that we try to put out solely, but also there's a lot of information in general. Right now, um, you know, I'm not knocking school or not, but I definitely uh, graduated from YouTube Academy. <laughs> you know, so if you're not in YouTube right now, I don't know what you're doing, tap into YouTube. That's probably the best resource uh, for anything. I mean, you could literally learn you know, how to change uh, your, your, your car tire from your oil change to, uh, to get financially aware of a lot of different things, uh, how to raise your credit score, uh, how to do your own taxes is on there. I mean, there's so much information on YouTube and there's so many people giving out that free content. So I would definitely say YouTube is probably number one. Yeah, I love how you mentioned that you're trying to educate, you know, the minorities and stuff to get them, you know, financially aware of different financial aspects and to be educated on taxes because a lot of people 
or a lot of minorities don't have that education. And then there's other, you know, people who other races that are just, you know, striving and they just know all this stuff. So I love that you're trying to educate and make sure that we're all on the same page and that we can strive too. Absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that, that is my, um, to be honest with you, that is my number one goal. Uh, I'm in, I'm in the field of education. And even though we are a, a service business, um, I, I like to look at us as more of a educational driven, you know, so if I'm able to equip people with the right tools, um, they're going to be able to uh, have the, they're going to be able to succeed in life. So um, hopefully that's, that's something that we continue to keep doing. That's something that I, I love to do. And hopefully we continue to keep doing this. Yes, of course. Well, I want to thank you so much for being on my podcast and sharing your knowledge um, with all of us. And I hope everyone can gain something from this. Absolutely. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me. Please don't forget to share this podcast with your friends, family, coworkers, whoever. I really appreciate you guys for listening and thank you.